TGH The Good House presents Say Something Good, an all-new podcast dedicated to good news, good people, and good stuff. Hosted by Sean Patrick and Karen Nozost. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Patrick and welcome back to Say Something Good. Me and Karen are back after a... Uh, I was going to say a summer hiatus, but we'll we'll figure out if it was a summer hiatus or not, because <laughs> we are here with astrologer um, Alison Smith, and um, it's so exciting to be here with her to discuss the season and also to um, to discuss her, her upcoming book. How are you doing, Alison? I'm doing well, thank you. And yourself? Um, I'm good. I um, like like I said, Karen and I haven't been haven't done these episodes in a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been on some kind of hiatus and um, we'll find out what it was. Um, are you well, Karen? I'm well, I'm well. And this is the perfect time of to have Allison with us because she has, uh, she's part of our writers group, our fifth group uh, that started in December. And I've had the privilege of mentoring her. Um, so that means that I am reading the pages that she has submitted and uh, and we have a discussion about about what is coming through her um allison tell us the working title of your book eight seasons of yes the yes and there are eight seasons and once we start to really think about the eight seasons as opposed to the four of autumn, spring, summer, winter, once we start to think about the, the eight, then we feel it's more of a gentle process that nature has for us. It, it's not so abrupt as, you know, one minute mm-hmm. it's autumn, the next minute it's winter. We, we've, we've got eight seasons to gradually adjust to how nature's shifting and turning the wheel for us. Yes, so what yes. season are we in now, Alison? <laughs> we are in summer right now because we had summer solstice, on June the 21st, when the sun moved into the astrological sign of Cancer. And solstice means sun stands still. And, and so there's that moment of shift where we've, we've, we, we've shifted ever so subtly and ever so gently into actually the darker half of the year. Mm. Because, you know, things are after the longest day on summer solstice for the no- northern hemisphere in June. Um, you know, the nights begin very, very, very gently to, 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 to sort of draw in a little bit. So we're now in summer and, and it's a glorious time for really being outside and seeing what's grown and what we can harvest and, and what's ripening and just how we can celebrate being out there. Yes, yes. And we were talking about celebrations um, before we began to record, and we were talking about uh, here in the United States, we just celebrated the 4th of July. Um, and the 4th of July, as I'm here with someone who was born in Ireland and someone who is living in Wales right now, we the United States celebrated its independence from the British Empire. Um, so that's how we celebrate um uh, the summer here, one of the ways, uh, how else do we celebrate? Do you talk about in your writings that we celebrate the summer? I, I do. And I always find it so fascinating when I hear of, of how different people celebrate a similar time of the year. Mm-hmm. Because obviously when the sun 
the solstice, the summer solstice. It's a time of, 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 of well, of celebration and people going out and, and, and watching the sunrise on the solstice morning and, and just being so aware of being feeling alive that there's that longest day and and then you'll start to see other people celebrating in other ways and you may well have village fates take place mm-hmm. you know, there'll be a lot of dancers and 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 people will 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 dress like well dressing you'll you'll have record recorded um texts of people dressing wells in the center of villages and then you get the bigger celebrations that take place such as your your fourth of july which you know it's within our ancestral memories to be celebrating at that time in any case and over the years we've just called these celebrations given them different titles and so celebrating independence as you are it to me it just draws on that ancestral memory of celebrating life yes of, of celebrating you know we're all here yeah. <laughs> we're all here to watch the sunrise again and and that's what it's about so allison we're both you know, i here. love this thing. <laughs> that's great we're, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. yeah i'm cutting you off on purpose karen because you you live in the sun <laughs> karen <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. I yeah, do. <laughs> um, and Alison, and, and I know that I know that California has its own seasons, um, but particularly, um, Alison, where in the UK they they are extremely pronounced, and I think summer is um, a particular call um, for celebration. So these, um, so yeah, so these eight seasons they are global. Yes. They are. They may well be called slightly different names in different mm-hmm. cultures, in, in different countries. Um, but, yeah, you'll find, if you look into Norse mythology or you, you look into um, in different um, traditions throughout the world, you will find that, that people have have watched the agricultural year because that's what it's actually about. I mean, yes, it's wonderful. We celebrate, we dance, we we, we take our holidays, we have time off. Um, and certainly we're in summer at the moment and children are off school and, and there's a, a history to the children being off school at the moment because at this time way back, a couple of generations, not so far, everybody was needed out in the fields to help with the harvest, you know. Um, and so nobody could go to school. Often factories break up for two weeks in the summer. So that these um, these have practical uses, watching the wheel of the year and watching how it's turning because we need to know when to plant, we need to know when to harvest. And, and so by remembering what summer is all about, we're actually keying ourselves into that agricultural wheel of the year and and when we need to at this time of the year be out there watching well what's ripened what hasn't and isn't that a metaphor karen what is ripened (laughs) no not just ripened but taking stock of what's bloomed and what's not right it's very interesting because i it was a couple weeks ago i and I, I, ne- I, ne- I didn't know what the middle of the year was, like a date. Um, but I, I was called to just have more attention to that because I was like, hold up. 
I wanted to take stock of, okay, as we go into the second half of the year, what needs to be grown, mm. nourished, and nurtured. And yes. it was a, we seemed to do a lot of that in January. Um, and I was just very clear that before I was in a mindless on this wheel of the seasons that I was going to take particular stock of what needed my attention on the second half of the year. So um, what, what, what do we go into after summer? After summer, we go into on round about the 1st of August is the festival, the Celtic festival of Lammas, which is to do with the very first harvest is to do with the first corn being being brought in, if you like. And so we'll call it the little harvest because it's taking us ever so gently into autumn. And, and that's that's what's so beautiful about following the eight seasons that you've got the, the, the bridge of a festival in between summer and autumn of the little harvest. And so from the 1st of August onwards, we'll start to see what we can actually harvest bring in from the fields what has ripened and what's ready and to take on from what you've just been saying perhaps not so you know what hasn't worked and what we won't be repeating next year Mm, i like that yeah Mm -hmm. and and what what we're cutting out what we're not harvesting yes yes yeah and allison's book reminds us in each of the seasons um of practices, of things to do, of of things to celebrate, all of those wonderful things. So you have in this in this book that she's almost completed um, that will be out probably before we know it. Um, I, I love it because everything is going to be in one place for each of us. So we go into summer and we get to see what we get to do, we get to go into autumn, and there's an explanation about uh, about it all. I, I'm often curious because you say that August is the beginning of, and I'm it's it doesn't feel like it here, right? I mean, August and September in Los Angeles, for example, is where we experience a lot of heat, a lot of heat, and it may go into October as well, um, because our seasons are very different. You and I had a discussion early on about Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere and how things are are different. And uh, so you cover a lot of things in this book, wanting um, it to be for everyone. Yes? I hope so. I mean, yes. when you think of, your, of of the California seasons, I mean, mm-hmm. your crops are very different. Yes, you know, um, and and so and so you will be growing different produce, mm-hmm. which may well ripen at slightly different times. But that also, to me, just it's a sense of wonder to me because. I feel that's why we also need to look at the, the seasons as they turn and not just one day. Um, yes. We will celebrate Lammas on around the 1st of August, but also what I'm so conscious of that our ancestors would have chosen a date when A, it wasn't raining, um, B, when they weren't required to do something else. You know, they it wouldn't necessarily be a set date. Mm-hmm, it would be mm-hmm. within the time. And so... If, if you live in an area where the seasons are just slightly different, 
that's fine too. That's all a part of nature's beauty, if you like. Yes. She, she, she keeps us all balanced. You know, when it's winter solstice on, on one part of the world, it's summer solstice in the other. It, mm-hmm. it's, it, yes. it's perfect. Um, so as Karen mentioned before, you are currently um, working with us on your book on an author series that, that we deliver. Um, and we're about to start working with a whole group of new authors in August. Um, if you're listening to this and you and you have an idea for an inspirational nonfiction book, um, get in touch. Um, tghbooks.com and we're going to start working together soon in the design phase of the book which I'm actually quite excited about is going to happen in this part of the year because this is my favorite part of the year I always said it's summer and then autumn but if I could have my way and I think I can (laughs) in your system it's late summer early autumn that's where I love and and I'm and I'm Irish so very creative it's such a creative time of the year oh, nice. it really is. It's, it's an active time Fine. of the year I went, yeah i'm glad it's going to be when we, when we come together to to work on on the design so the creativity will be flourishing i mean it really will be it's a yeah. great time to do it yeah um, do you have anything do you have anything to say on our people some people are summer people, some are winter people. Like, is that is that a thing or is there anything about that or is it just individual preference, which is quite random? We are all unique. Mm. That's, that's the joy of human beings. We are completely unique. And I think once we start to really align ourselves with nature and really watch what's happening and, and feel how it feels inside of us, it brings even more of our uniqueness out, but also just how we react and, and how we are. And that's why in my book I've given several practices to do for each each yes. season so that, 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 that you can choose. Because what one person may love, another person may think, well, that means nothing to me. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. Being unique and choosing. And I, I do feel that some people resonate with early mornings some people resonate with evenings you know some people resonate with winter with with summer you know it, it's all a part of our individual makeups that's how I feel anyway does that make sense it, it makes perfect sense and I feel like I resonate with light and that is a huge thing for me as obviously being in the UK on when yeah. that hour goes back maybe we'll chat about that I don't know when that dog on hour goes back and it's dark um i feel like my mood changes i find it hard to sleep it's like an entirely different rhythm and and yeah so I, yeah i don't know if i have a seasonal preference i definitely have a daylight preference <laughs> if that if that counts yeah. isn't it wonderful to know that our bodies change mm-hmm. with the in the different seasons with light with darkness and everything and I, I don't remember your book talks about that yes yes I talk about the moon as well yes right the moon yes. Spaces are, mm-hmm. um, you know some people feel more energized by the full moon um, and some people feel more sleepy by the full moon mm-hmm. you know yeah. and, and again it's about recognizing within ourselves and if the clues are there in nature I think well 
let's make the most of it. Let's have the information. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, yes. something someone once said to me, which I always remembered, was we have New Year's Eve in the middle of winter. Your intention or to have. Um, yeah, so, so somebody once said to me, which I, I never forgot, was that, you know, we have New Year's Eve in the the middle of the winter. Yeah. And it possibly is just a very bad time to set a resolution or try to do something new. And instead to hold that off until the spring um, when, because you mentioned clues in nature, when that is waking up and, and starting anew. Do you agree with that? I do. And in it. I do, and also, um, it's wonderful having the celebrations. And and at, at that mm-hmm. time of the year, we have we have Yule, we have Christmas, we have winter solstice. Obviously, we have Chinese New Year, we have New Year, we have all sorts of celebrations of the light returning. And so, I can completely see why we celebrate at that time. But isn't it more? key really to be looking at the seed catalogues and what we might be planting for the spring rather than pinning ourselves down to a one resolution and and I have this vision of my granddad who I talk about in the book Mm -hmm. uh, you know beginning to plan over Christmas New Year into January what he would be planting when he could plant and I think that, that that's kind of evolved into we have to do this at that time, but actually, no, we just need to get an idea or a theme or a thought mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and kind of go with that thought as it emerges. It is akin to setting um, intentions or New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, right? And then by March or April, we begin to harvest some of those things. They begin to bloom, Yes. Yeah, it's like thinking about a, a theme rather than an actual resolution. And Sean's quite right. If we say we're going to do something on one day, we guarantee our human minds will say, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I, yeah. I love what you say about setting themes because I always set a theme for my birth year, mm-hmm. which is coming up because I, I'm a cancer. Um, and I always I set a theme for my year of life and that it's always correct and it finds its feet throughout throughout the 12 months yeah yeah, yeah it's beautiful um, what's your theme for for because your birthday is coming up my what's birthday is coming up it's going to be year year of the artist oh that's beautiful yeah yeah that's yeah. what it's going to be and it ha- yeah it's um yeah I, I i love doing that i always yeah have the theme for my year and um so my birthday is july 17th so i guess it's approaching it is I guess the the- yeah the theme gets its legs in um and little harvest time so mm-hmm. um, but yeah but but i do that with my birth year um and maybe i will do that with the calendar years too this mm. year because yeah, yeah because i would have read your book yeah right absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. so allison um yeah. what has this process of having mentor sessions and having group meetings and all of those good things that we offer through the good house as you were writing your book um, how has how have those things assisted you? They've certainly kept me on track. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very very envious of the new group starting. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write your second book and join us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, 
and yes, I think it's it's feeling nurtured through yeah. the writing process. Because writing writing can be very lonely, mm-hmm. you know, and and also it can be, you know, procrastination is a big thing in writing. Yes, yes, you know? yes. and also that whole thought of never getting it right and and all of that. Um, and so I feel through the sessions that we've had, it's it's felt like being nurtured. It's felt mm-hmm. um, as if someone's very kindly, mm-hmm. gently pushing us along. Yes, and there's I've never thought about, and I know that it exists, procrastination. When we have, when you are really charged or asked to write some pages and then have a discussion about those pages, or you're in a group meeting and session and there are you talk about your book and what you're doing and there is this inspiration um, or accolade that as you're talking about your book that the other authors are giving you it's something that allow it gives you a gentle push doesn't it it, yeah. it really does and I, I would say that the one thing that it's helped me do is write the book much quicker than I would have yes. done on my own yes yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I honestly think like, I mean, it took me, speaking of a long time, it took me about five years to write my book and not for lack of wanting to write it or knowing what the book was about, but without any kind of infrastructure around it, it's something that can always get pushed to the back of your priority list. Mm -hmm. Um, And equally, it, it almost... I think without having some structure around it, it can feel like a task that isn't necessarily real. Like, well, if I do write all these pages today, like what's that for? How do I even know I'm doing it right? And it it can become a negative experience, which you then stop, stop showing up for you stop showing up for your book. And I, I do know that with, with this program, it really is an infrastructure and a time frame. um, which assists you in delivering the book because Karen and I can't write the book for anybody. Um, Even though we've tried, I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, there has to be a dedication to um, the completion of the book. And it's so wonderful when authors complete the book and they're excited about it. This time frame that we've set up works. We know that it works. So we love working with authors who come to us with an idea of, of and then the book becomes alive as authors are moving through and participating in this program uh, because the authors are thinking, I'm sure, oh, I, I get to put that in the book. I would never have thought about that. We talked about this in the mentor session or in the group session. And this is something that I want to include in my book. So it's really, I, th- I think it's brilliant. It really, and it works. It works. <laughs> it does. And I think, I've, I mean, this book that I've almost finished now is very different to how I thought it would be at the beginning of yes. the process. Yes. And, and a part of that is because you've gently given me um, ideas um, Mm -hmm. of which parts of my writing work yes yes and 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 what to um, make perhaps more of and and I wouldn't have thought that my own you know I've got so I want to say thank you (laughs) 
Thank you. Because yeah. it's been an absolute joy. And I and I know the new the new group from August is just gonna love it. Yes, yes. And you're gonna work with Sean on your cover design, on mm-hmm. your interior. So perhaps the things that who knows? We have no idea what it's gonna look like. Um, that's the exciting bit of it. So to be open and available to that is brilliant. Yeah, and I, I just, you just reminded me of our first session. It was in December. I was in a hotel in London, and it was cold. And that was the first <laughs> session we had with with this group of authors. And now, you know, we're only in July, and and you're about to arrive at, at a finished manuscript. So, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just especially because we're speaking of the seasons. It's very cool to see how how it's come into fruition. So, yes. um, incredible. Um, if you do have a uh, nonfiction inspirational book, um, please get in touch. We are um, currently going through submissions and we're already um, in agreement to work with some incredible authors, but we definitely still, um, um, our door is still open and, and we'd love to hear from you. So you can visit tghbooks.com or you can get in touch with me directly. That's Sean at tghbooks.com or Karen directly at Karen at tghbooks.com. Dot com and um, we're gonna start our. This is the first time we're starting a group in early August, which is the harvest. So it could be the <laughs> best. It could be the best cycle yet. Oh um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Allison, we would love to have you come, and uh, yeah, we'd love to have um, you introduce each of your eight seat. I said yeah, each of the eight seasons. So. Um, so when will you be back? Early August for the next? Absolutely. When it was, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the next season of Lammers begins sort of early August and we go into the Little Harvest. And then obviously in September we have the Equinox and, and Autumn. So that's Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And, and then it's just winter. <laughs> <laughs> after after autumn equinox the next festival which is is possibly one of the most mystical ones of course would be at the end yes. of october and sawain halloween yes. um, and that then takes us into winter and towards winter solstice when the whole cycle begins again yeah, and that's why Allison's book is so beautiful, because it reminds us of all of these things that we get to celebrate, that we get to practice, that we get to um, just little have little hints of, I'm not feeling great, or I'm feeling great. And we can use her book as a reference book to remind us of things that we get to do, and ways well, we Allison, get to participate. Yeah. Allison is going to be with us all around <laughs> introducing these seasons so stay yes. tuned for the allison episodes so <laughs> yes um, it's beautiful but, yeah but everybody happy summer we'll um it's great to be back and we'll be back again next week um bye bye bye